0: about rugby. It's I, Adam, your host, coming to you from Johannesburg, and joining me this week is Ben from Mauritius. How are you, Ben?
1: Oh, I'm good in you, Adam. Um, yeah, um, my younger brother's been here for the, for the week. Oh, lovely. So we've been having a little lads on tour thing. I've played three rounds of golf. We've got drunk oh. a few times. We went on a catamaran, like... Yeah, oh, all in all, it was a was a very good week. But no, it just makes going back to work so much the so much the more depressing, huh?
0: Yeah. Well, you could be like me and do some work today, and then it feels like you're working all the time, so you never have to experience that feeling.
1: No, I'm I, I, I'm honestly I'm I'm dreading I'm dreading opening my computer tomorrow morning. Yeah. Maybe not. Like hopefully I had a hopefully my handover was solid enough that. You know, I've I've tricked other people into doing my work. (laughs) No, no. Uh, no. Yeah, but. Should be alright. Yeah, and with you, Adam, how
0: was your week? Uh, Not too bad. Um, Yeah, I was at Monster Tracks yesterday. Monster Jam at at, at FMJ. Yeah, like, did we
1: we talk about this on the pod, or was it before the pod went up when we were saying, like, Yeah, I, I kind of really wanted to go to that, but I wouldn't really want to admit it.
0: Yeah, it's um, it was interesting. I wouldn't go again, it, and it's it's a little bit like wrestling, you know. There's a bit of a storyline, and what the Americans do is they they do hype so well. Yeah, you know, like was they have the presenters. Yeah, yeah, no, no, they.
1: But the, it's it's all it's all about the narrative. Pretty uh, much I didn't know that before, but. I've I think most sport is actually about the
0: narrative so when it, it comes down to it. Like, we, my dad and I, I took him for his birthday, but he'd never been to something like this either. The one truck called Gravedigger, uh, it apparently blew his transmission, and then as we we're walking out, as we left a little early to avoid traffic, you just heard the. You remember the Undertaker sound? Whenever he came back to life? Like. dong, oh. dong Something Gravedigger oh, came. Oh, fuck. To. So, uh, unfortunately, we so Grave So, that.
1: Gravedigger was like. So there, there was like a, there's like a monster truck villain.
0: It's, I don't know. It just you thought he was dead, and then he came back. So uh, and we saw a truck, one guy, zombie do a flip. I think we missed one or two others as well. Literally a four ton truck doing a, a, a full on flip, which is pretty pretty epic. So. Seems that seems very dangerous. Yeah. Well, hey, the crowd loves it, bro. It's like gladiator time. People love danger.
1: Yeah, give the people what they want.
0: Yeah, exactly. Hundred per cent. So yeah, well I guess when you talk about giving the people what we want, what I guess what we can talk about what we're gonna give them today. We're gonna to do some news. Um oh no, it just it's just Ben and I. Matt, we just actually spoke to him. He's out drunk somewhere in Korea looking for a karaoke bar. Alex is I think he's just gotten back from India. Either way, he's not a compass mentors.
1: Yeah, it's probably not in a good condition to pod. Like, he probably doesn't even know what day of the week it is.
0: No, no, not at all. Um, and you, you mustn't pod under the influence uh, whatsoever, kind of. So it's just going to be oh, Ben and I.
1: tiredness. You should...
0: Yeah, I've done that. I you actually... just. Uh... You remember the early days when we were podding at, uh, like, late in the night? When we were doing two, three episodes a week. Well, what do you mean? Yeah, but late
1: in the night for you was like midnight for me, remember? Yes,
0: yeah. <laughs> are you hanging there like a champ? Little pat in the back. Yeah, um,
1: no, I'm. I'm glad we've established i I'm glad we've established a more solid pod schedule.
0: Yeah, uh, it's for for everyone's benefit. So yes, uh, we're going to be talking about some news, going through the week's games. As always, we don't actually have a poll this week. Nobody posts. Alex leaves. There's no polls. It just, just, just goes to show what happens. There might be a game blame. There might be a call out. Uh, we'll look at Super Brew this week. Is there anything else that I'm forgetting? Oh yeah, we're gonna have a quick chat about, um, about that bug. Yeah, we're gonna Africans have a quick chat Europe. about
1: mm. yeah South Africans in Europe, not not from any knowledge base whatsoever. Yeah, um, and then yeah we'll we'll just see how it goes organically, I guess. Mm, and I know you don't like that, Adam. I know you like a rigid order, but
0: no, you know, it's, it's, it's just they not It's just one person, so I, it's just you I have to worry about. So I think that's okay. It's when I have my hands full through. everybody
1: <laughs> It's fine. Ahead, but, but what's, what's going what's to happen if your, your cat goes to eat a bird? Am I going to have to just monologue for like twenty minutes? No, man.
0: That, that was a one-time thing. And if she gets a bird now, I, I'm, I
1: just, I'm just. I've just watched this. I've just watched this JJ Engelbrecht thing. What a fucking twat. Uh,
0: yeah, uh, we'll, t- we'll talk about that. And the storm is yeah, again, no, again losing away from home. But first of congratulations, Bed. For I know we haven't seen the final scores, but claiming the intercontinental fantasy draft belt from me after one defense. Uh,
1: uh, it's, not, it's not over till it's over, Adam. Dude, I've, I've no. been bitten before, so no, I'm not no, going to no. claim anything at all. No,
0: it's totally yours. Bofili sewed it up. I'm just trying to think. Who else did you have in your team? Let me see if I can bring this up here. Well, Anthony
1: Brown. Fairly...
0: Yeah, you had a good game. Yeah, but well,
1: Leonard Brown's so good. Oh, yeah, it's... I, I didn't think any of my players were really exceptional. Seven Reese only got, like, 50. What the fuck? That's 70 points below his average. Yeah. If any other player gets 70 points below his average, he's deep in the negatives. Josh,
0: Josh yeah. Uwani, you got an 80-70 for you.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Which hurt which possible. I, oh, I don't know how cream it... Uh, it's over. I, I honestly think it's over. You already had... a. I think you had about a 50-point buffer on me before that game rolled around. Um. Unfortunately, Jordy Barrett... He didn't come to the party. Neither did Chase Tietje. Bashir went off injured. And then Maffi. I uh, mostly blame Maffi. He got eight. Fuck. It's, um... It's... Yeah, my... like, like, it, it actually...
1: Mafi irritates me playing for the Reds because I, I genuinely think Mosa is a lot better. Yes. And he's in my team, so... I keep I keep Pango Mosa around thinking, okay, fine. Surely someone must realize that is pretty average, but no one has yet,
0: so... Nah, and the problem is, going you if you
1: if you're listening, Brad, if you are listening, just wake up, yeah. So I'm actually tempted because I think he's outscored Rangi off the bench like the last three games. So <laughs> lots of decisions, lots of decisions. Well, it's, uh, this is this is the, the big
0: week. I mean, I mean, I was feeling very inadequate about my team, but I got I hopefully have a lot of superstars coming. I'm going to call it like you know WWE superstars. It's uh, ERB superstars. I'm hopefully going to get Naholo back, Havili. Coles, no, I'm never gonna give him back. That's a joke. Where to Douglas as well. No, that's pretty much Yo,
1: where where is, is, is where to Douglas injured?
0: No, he was just rested. Uh the Crusaders
1: resting policy, like I see no like sense to it, but it's, whatever. No I was he... gonna I was about to say it works, but clearly yeah, played... something was up. Huh?
0: No, yeah, he's played every single game. So they just said they were gonna give him a yeah, rest. Yeah, but
1: like what, why can't why can't he
0: play every single game? Like he's like what they're resting him for. Well, the fact that they drew with the Sharks means I love that when it happens, when you start one of your key players, and has had a very good season thus far for me, when they when they get rested and the team doesn't do well, it's like lacquer, they gotta bring him back. So which which makes me, makes yeah, me I, know. I
1: I play I play golf for, for my company for P W C and we plan like, an intercompany league. And, like, the boss loves it when we do well because, you know, it's, like, boasting rights to all, you know, when they fucking racing their Jaguars and laughing at how little they pay us. Like, they have, like, extra <laughs> boasting rights. So, then, the, the, the week before, we won, which was, like, one out of, like, I think it's, like, 20-odd companies. Jeez. So, like... You know, like, we were pumped, like, but then the week, uh, like, two weeks later, I wasn't playing, and then um, they just got hammered, like, they came, I think, like, 15th or something?
0: So, are you saying? So, people- everyone
1: was like, well, no, I'm not saying I'm the key man, but I'm <laughs> saying it's kind of nice when your team fails, when they don't have you, if you know what I mean,
0: like. I, I, I kind of do, yeah, um, I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so then I was like, you know, I was
1: a bit, I was, I was strutting around the office being like, oh, fuck guys, maybe I should give you some tips, hey, you, you, <laughs> you guys want to get out there, practice a bit with me, you know, follow me around, maybe be my caddy.
0: Uh, um, yeah. And even smagger bin at the office, gosh, that must, be, that must be tough to deal with, eh? Apart from crushing it at work, no, um, I, I see you also- crush it every day.
1: Uh, some days I crush it. Uh, not tri- not Fridays because I spent half a Friday watching Super Egg.
0: <laughs> well, uh, I guess on 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 that note, let's move let's move into into the news. Oh, just I wanted to ask, who've you traded for, by the way, today? If anybody?
1: Oh, I haven't I haven't put I haven't put much trade yet. Um, but I'm thinking uh, maybe Deanti for Tyron Green because I know Deanti's concussed. What was concussed?
0: Yeah, I'm I'm probably looking at Todd. So, let's just... Uh, thankfully, nobody's going to hear this after the trade deadline. Because Boucher went off injured... Fuck, is Todd a, is, is Todd a free agent? I yeah. I thought Todd had him. No, he dropped him. I think he's a free agent. Fuck, Todd dropped some solid loose forwards. Uh, like, he's, you, he's merciless. Like he's got, Have you looked at the master sheet and looked at the top averaging players and how many of them have Alex's name against them? It's actually quite upsetting. Yeah. God... Whatever. He's a machine. Anyway, uh, right. Let's get, let's get straight into the news. Probably the biggest story running around, what we can't get away from Israel Falal. His hearing is still ongoing. It's going to stretch into Monday with Rugby Australia. Apparently, uh, and I'm just quoting this, I think, from FP. Israel Folau's high-stakes code of conduct hearing was on Sunday extended to a third day after a week in stalemate But reports the staff rejected a lucrative settlement to end Israel with Rugby Australia over homophobic comments. Uh, the tribunal was initially scheduled to sit for just Saturday, but stretched into a second day, and will now resume on Tuesday. After hours of legal jostling, Sydney failed to find a res- resolution. Rugby Australia said and say that no further witnesses were expected to be called after Folau, one of his coach, Michael Chaik and Garnie Body's chief, Redding Castle, all gave evidence. The Castle was questioned again on Sunday, along with uh, New South Wales rugby chief, Andrew Hoare, at uh, Rugby Australia said, a cam as the Sydney, Teleg- Sydney Sunday Telegraph reported that a one million Australian dollar offer was made to fill out last week in a bid to avoid the tribunal, which experts have warned could lead to appeals and potentially a long and costly court battle. But the devoutly religious player uh, instead opted to fight a decision by the government body to terminate his multi year multi million dollar contract after he posted on social media, yada, 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 yada. Uh, the offer equated to just one year of his four year contract. Um, yeah, th- this is just going to go on and on, but. Um, I feel like the longer this goes yeah, on, yeah. Palau's gonna lose more and more friends, um, if, if he has any left beyond those. Two. Yeah, but but also like like I think I think we
1: we uh, say so say on the pod we we four guys that happen to agree. But I think we can agree this isn't a this isn't like the world against Izzy. Like people do support him completely on this, and yeah. I would I would say. Uh, yeah, like say say what you will about those people. I'd rather I'd rather not
0: yes.
1: get into that. But I, I think for that Australia, like anyway, considering their sort of to kind of avoid the shitstorm, I think Australian rugby would have to get them on some sort of
0: breach of contract grounds. Mm. No, I think so. And
1: talking- or, or or you know, or there is now this massive freedom of religion argument, which you know, like you can sling. Like, shit can be slung in both directions forever over that, really, huh? Mm. Well, uh, so So, so I, I, w- I would say that's probably why why they're offering a contract. But the general feeling seems to be on Twitter and stuff is that the only actual losers here are Australian rugby. Yeah,
0: pretty much. Not, not rugby Australia. Australian rugby in its entirety.
1: Yeah, I mean... in its entirety. Like, it's it's putting people off the game. It's... It's almost it's almost hurting both ends of the I guess political spectrum, whatever you'd call it. Because yeah. firstly, I think pretty people who agree with Izzy are, are probably being put off rugby, but at the same time, people who um, people who strongly disagree with Izzy are probably also being
0: put off rugby. Probably.
1: So, yeah, yeah, I don't know though. You know, yeah,
0: they, they seem to be. of Tupu, I mean, he waited in early this week in social media where he stated that might as well sack me dollars? and all the other Pacific Island rugby players around the world because we have the same Christian beliefs. Meanwhile, Wilginia, he's coming kind out of against Falau. So it's just becoming, a, and he, actually even Simon Cariby, he also uh, made a post um, that that focused on religion as well. So it's just becoming <laughs> an incredibly divisive issue. In Australian rugby.
1: But, but, you know,
0: like, like, like
1: no one's saying don't, no one's saying don't be religious. People are saying just kind of watch what you're saying. Kind of con- consider other people as well.
0: No, that, that's my angle. I think, for now, let's, let's put the um, whole religious bit aside. I would prefer to do so anyway, because otherwise just you get into, end up in the weeds on that one. I think he's just being a bit of a dick and selfish about this whole thing, which is what some of his teammates have said. Um, that That's my well, main takeaway. Well, it's all well, about him. That, that...
1: But that's what old that's what old squid rugby, you know, future friend of the pod. Yeah. Um, he was saying like like he thinks Israel flowers is just a dick, and he's using religion to actually basically cover his tracks.
0: Yeah. I, would, I, I can believe
1: that. Yeah. So, uh, I, I think I think you know what a lot has been said on this, and hopefully yes. we'll. I'm sure Izzy flower even if. He's completely. He's not going to play for Australia again. No. He's not going to play in Australia again. No. This uh, this this is just he, he's he's doing something on. It's basically a battle of principles here to try. I don't know. Both sides want to be right.
0: Yeah, that's true. Uh, well, when we talk about right, you know, Quirvis Reinach. So I know we're going from it's quite a pivot from Israel <laughs> Falar to Quirvis Reinach. The. Rugby Players Association in the UK. They announced their five nominees for the Rugby Players Association Players Player of the Year in the UK. Uh, the award will be presented, I think it's on Wednesday, oh, election day. Among the five finalists are two South Africans. <laughs> which, which... Huh? What?
1: I was about, I was about to say, which, which one do you think is more important? <sighs>
0: it's a tough one, eh? Jeez. Uh, yeah. We'll see. But the... the, uh, the Dr. Clerk, he's been he's been nominated, which is understandable, and he's been excellent for the South Sharks. But also, answering the prayers of everybody in Durban, Quibbers, Rana. I saw my friend earlier today from the Sharks. He's banging on uh, actually. He was banging on about Rana now coming back for the box. God, he, the other nominees were uh, Danny Cipriani, Henry Slade, and Santiago Cordero. Cordero is heat though. Uh, it's a shame he's not playing for the AGR. So
1: So 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 Henry Henry Slade is he's English. Yes.
0: Yes. Yes, that's right. He plays for the Exeter Chiefs, as does. Uh, no, 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 but,
1: but who, 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 was, who was the Slade who used to play fly off for the Highlanders? That's not Colin him Slade. Slade, is it? No, that's Colin Slade, isn't it? Colin Slade. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So so three out of five are
0: foreigners. Uh, yes. <laughs> that's
1: interesting. Huh? Hmm.
0: It isn't. Uh, do, do you want to know what uh, Faf said about the honour? It's a massive honour to be say? nominated. And then Quirinz Ranoc, I'm really humbled and honoured by this nomination. And Cordero, I can't believe this nomination and I would like to thank all my fellow players for the support. Darius Sipioni, this is a big honour to be recognised in this way. And then Henry Slade, as the highest honour in our game to be nominated for the Player's Player of the Year and I'm extremely proud of the recognition. <laughs> you know, it's, <laughs> it's just like, fuck man, cut cut and paste.
1: I want the... Yeah, oh, I can, uh, uh, no, no can, uh, can I just say, generally it seems that Players, player of the year, mm-hmm. is more valuable than sort of international player. You know, like yes. you'd rather be voted as player of the year by your, your compatriots, yes. by your colleagues, I guess,
0: by your peers, than
1: by your than by some sort of um, you know review panel or I don't know journalists. Ever. So yeah, um, good on them. It is quite, and it did trigger some good debate on the group, which I think we're going to talk about later, but. Well, we can
0: only yeah, we like can even, even chat about it now. Uh, I know. Um, let's see what happened here. Donovan Banks. Hi, Don. He he just posted something about uh, about the story actually, and he just made a note about. Uh, we chat about this on the pod the other day. Uh, the main the main point that the study triggered, and Chris Lee, thanks for weighing in. Glad you know something about rugby just to help educate us all. Uh, the debate went about about why South Africans seem to manage to perform uh, in the UK and overseas compared to here. Um, I know Ben. You're, and you're, basic basically
1: our, our argument is that yes. we think the the European leagues are more diluted because there are more teams in the French league, there are more teams in Pro 14, there are more teams in. So it's basically more teams from similar sized player bases. So naturally, those find the top players are still the top players, but the, the kind of the the squad players, the fill in players in the in the teams aren't as good. So that's why guys like Ryan, Elk, who quite frankly, I know fucking, I'm going to be getting hate mail from Durban, but was pretty average for the sharks is now some sort of superstar there because he gets to effectively play, play against teams, which are sort of say half super rugby level players and then half Vodacom cup level players. So, you know, if you just kind of run up, run at the Vodacom cup level players, you can do some serious damage. Mm. Yeah, but anyway, then, do you, want to, do you want to kind of read, summarize Chris's argument? Yeah, well, actually,
0: I know that Ant Wade, and I love Ant, by the way, for just noting he called Fuff an average South African along with Ryan Jansen or maybe post-knee post, post knee injury Ron Janssen from Redberg, and then who's the Ross he's he's referring to? Jono Ross, I presume. Jono, yeah, I can know he was bang average, and he was, yeah, but a bit harsh and fuff. Let's see. Uh, well, Chris said he uh, he just mentioned England, and uh, these are interesting stats, and I'll I'm tend I'm t- I'm t- I'm t- to believe Chris on this. He says England has three hundred forty thousand
1: registered. No, no, no. Okay, okay. But I I, I want to say that three hundred forty thousand registered players is a bit of a misnomer because anyone playing for any club side is a registered player. Okay.
0: Hmm.
1: So I think what a what a more what a more important stat would actually be as professional players. Because, like, say, say, when when I was playing, like, for UCT, I was a I was a registered rugby player, but there's no chance in hell I'm even sniffing like anything near a professional contract. So I I, I would I would actually argue that professional rugby players is a better a better measure. But yeah, oh, sorry, Adam, I, I realized I, I cut that off because I I read the comment. So please carry on.
0: <laughs> well, come on. Oh, I mean, to summarize Chris's argument, he just said that. Um... The South Africans that do very well overseas, and also like uh, chosen Colby's try, team try for I think it was Toulouse. Just that was a one over the weekend. If you, if you want to search for that, but he also says some of them do badly. Uh, Viriato, he's been he's been pro- quite poor at Wasps recently. I know there's been other stories of players underperforming and overperforming. And we only generally hear about the players that do well. His argument is um, there's no way to define that South African players are always successful overseas. That, that's the bottom line. Certain players have been very successful. But I, I also think it has to do a lot with the start of rugby as well and um mm. well I don't know it's hard for me to say because they're coming from yeah, no it's culture.
1: hard it's hard like yeah, if you if you have any comments on this please um in the, you know if you're listening to this you're probably in the group so mm. well,
0: look, either weigh in
1: on the group or,
0: I know recently or a you lot know of you.
1: message us because.
0: Yeah, a lot of South African players they've gone over, but they've been in, in in their peak of their careers. And generally speaking, I would say that the level is a little bit below. And as I'm mainly referring to Springboks here, uh, a little bit below. And I'm talking about Premiership, not not necessarily the European Champions Cup, which could arguably be better than Super Rugby now. I don't know, but at the English Premiership level, you are dealing with a lower base. And these sort of guys, that say that it's almost like not Curry Cup level is probably definitely better than Currie Cup level, but and Maybe the gaps closed. I don't know but the feeling I get assess they play at a level that is Jenny a tiny bit lower Even a little five ten percent makes a huge difference. It gives you an extra second on the ball uh, Maybe a guy hits hits less hard than the tackle someone's less slow so it means you score a try um, and It's just these minor differences that perhaps Add up, but then as Chris says there's some guys that do cuck as well So I think I just the very much depends on the person uh, as well, he mentioned that Montpellier has got a whole bunch of South African South African guys, and they're underperforming. So, sure, yeah. but
1: generally, I, I think French teams generally pick up their players a bit kind of after they've passed their peak.
0: Yeah, I think so. Um, Aaron Cruden, though, it was interesting like, that like, like uh, where did he go? He went to Cruden? I can't Is remember. He, he went to Montpellier. I'm not sure, but he but he's
1: basically just been he's basically just been injured, so oh, yeah, I don't true. think we can really.
0: No, That's true. But yeah, the French. I think the English are actually better at recruitment overall than than the French. Yeah, maybe
1: maybe they do. Because but also maybe the English, the scouts are good, so they actually look for players that are going to suit the team they're playing in. If you know what I mean.
0: Yeah, that's true. Well, that's yeah,
1: what scouts so, have to do. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't think South African scouts. I think they just look at height and weight personally.
0: <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, a, a team that aren't going to be looking hot and weight will be the Kings. Uh, apparently, they're going to axe more than 20 players. Yeah, and they're going to have a premiership fire-half for next season. Um, I'm just trying to see. Yeah, they're bringing in Johnny... Not Johnny... Is it Johnny Sexton? But he's a forward. No, it's Jerry Jerry Sexton. Oh, Jerry. So, no, Jerry Sexton. Uh, apparently, they're looking at Dimitri Katsikilis, a former Kings player. He might be coming back. That's not a version no, no, it's not. I, I wish they could bring back... Um, he's such a boss though, Lionel Crnja. Wouldn't that be great?
1: Yeah, Lionel Crnja is fucking heat. Yeah, exactly. Um, um, yeah. But, like, I think it is one of these. I think it's uh, now the Kings is privately owned. It's a better, hmm. it's a better way to run. Instead of having kind of seventy average players, you'd rather have forty above average players.
0: Yeah.
1: So I, I, I think it's. I think it's a, obviously a shit for those guys getting axed, especially with South African rugby becoming less. Um, the amount of professional rugby players dropping with kind of Super Sport Challenge or whatever that one, or that cricket. Mm. But whatever the 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 kind of the the one below Curry Cup is now becoming like semi-professional here. Huh?
0: Yeah, yeah, I think so.
1: Yeah, so obviously, obviously, those guys now might you know might struggle to. Kind of find a spot on a team, but yeah. In, in terms of in terms of the Kings, like I do think it's a, I do think it's a positive move. Like sp- spend money, but spend money cleverly. Don't just go for retard. Because I know Oaks are like others saying, no, the Kings should go after Oaks like like Bismarck or Julian Sevilla, or but like I don't think that's fine. That's Chies or whatever, but that's actually not a great, it's not a great signing. Like. You've got to use your money wisely and sort of get guys who are flying a bit under the radar and then sort of try to try build them up and make them sort of big-name players.
0: Mm. Well, aside is what's happening with the Kings, I know Cheetah's coach, Franco, Mus- Franco Smith, he's going to be leaving soon for Italy, and I know there's many names he bandied about uh, in, in, the, in the line for that Cheetah's job. He just told MedVac24 about how hard the Pro 14 competition is. Um, yeah, the Chiefs only won eight of their 21 games, and they finished second from bottom in conference But Smith, he was positive about the team's future. I think the squad divided well over the past season. Now we've got more experienced pro-14 players. I think we're not used to the competition. I'm excited about the consistency in some of my performances. But, uh, we're judging results, and supporters and South Africa have no idea how tough a competition is. We're at the end of the season now, but we know exactly what's going forward. Um, let's see. Been... Uh, apparently, Marty's coach, uh, how do you pronounce this? H-A-W-I-E-S. Howies. Hoies. How free. I I don't know. Hoise. We'll call Hoise Free. Hoise. Yeah, Hoise. Hoise. And then, yeah, hoist. 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 And then uh, probably Hoise. And then David Dion Davis there in the running. So, I mean, that's going to cont- continue to be interesting just to see how many players the Cheaters are able to retain uh, the legal other players in you the know, first like...
1: season. But I... Uh... Yeah, it, it will be it will be interesting. I think maybe almost them being less successful will allow them to retain players a bit better. Yeah, you know what I mean, like cause they, you know, why, why do I want these, what I want these, losers? yeah. But I do think they need to they need to find their find their kind of their kind of tempo a bit in Pro 14. Because I do think from what I've seen, like I'm no means an expert on this. Like I don't watch as much as I probably should. They almost especially when they play at home, they try just run teams completely ragged, which is fine, but it doesn't really suit it doesn't really suit when you go overseas now. So mm-hmm. I think they they need to kind of figure out what style of rugby to play. And I do think that'll in the end it'll benefit South African rugby, having sort of players well, obviously there are very few cheaters and kings now in the teams in the spring box. But I do think it would benefit South African rugby to have guys, almost have half-half, have like lots of guys with Northern Hemisphere experience and lots of guys who have played super rugby and we can sort of play some sort of hybrid form, which is really, which should be good. Mm. But yeah, at, at the moment, you do get the feeling that Pro 14 has kind of become a second tier to super rugby,
0: yeah, uh, which isn't great. No, uh, it isn't. But I think over time, football uh, will see the, uh, the chaff chaff being set to re- separated from the wheat. Uh, now, just quite a couple of quick other stories. Uh, Alliance defense coach, Jay Mangalo, he's set to return to work. This came out a couple of days ago. Despite being found guilty of indecent assaults by an Australian court, the Lions on Thursday announced that they concluded an internal disciplinary procedure which was chaired by an independent labor consultant. Mangalo was found to be breached the Alliance company policy by bringing it into dispute, but it decided he can return to work on Monday. Alliance said that the company had decided to proceed with the recommended sanction handed down by the independent labour consultant, which includes corrective disciplinary action and compulsory ethical and professional management training. Legally, Mr. Mongolia maintains the innocence and therefore continues to appeal the Australian magistrate court ruling. And he proceeds to do so in his private capacity. He's scheduled to return to work. Just for those of you who don't know about labour law in South Africa, uh, it's uh, it's painful. It's it's incredibly difficult to sack someone in South Africa without a whole long due process going going forward, so maybe the company just decide that they'll just push ahead. I don't know how you can keep someone on who has been found guilty of something like this. I don't know. Surely that's got to have a, yeah, a negative yeah, effect it, it, in organisation.
1: Yeah, it, it, it really it doesn't look... Because it was it was basically sexual assault as well, which is...
0: Oh, was it? I just... Thought, I don't know, I don't... like... Well, it was...
1: Uh, under the it sort of reading between the lines it was like I think it, indecent assault on a female hotel worker was how it was phrased exactly
0: uh, okay well that yeah that's Jenny borders sexual assault I don't know what the difference is actually probably a yeah. lawyer so yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I, the, I guess look be... we'll stray away from this I just <laughs> it just seems it just seems I don't know doesn't seem quite the right decision and we're not party to um, what's happening within the lines and as, as the story knows, uh, Mr. Mangala, he, he has maintained <laughs> yeah, his yeah, innocence. And we, we,
1: we, we, don't, we don't actually know what the... Because, you know, I, I don't know where they draw the line. It's like, maybe he just whistled at her or whatever.
0: Yeah, but, I, um, I, so I guess, look, like, we don't yeah, really know um, the facts. But right, just it, it's not a great look right now until we know more. Um, that's all. So I guess this will be one to watch out for. Uh, something else, just of, at least a bit, bit more straightforward news. Paul Ruiz, one of the top rugby schools in the country, they beat the New Zealand National Championship winner St. Peter's, 52-5. In the final of the Sanex World Schools Tournament in Japan on Sunday, the Stenhouse School went unbeaten through the week-long tournament, which involves some of the top-ranked schools around the world. They beat uh, Toin Gakuen 34-13, Kyoto uh, Kane, Jesus, I can't, I can't read this. K O G A K U I N. Sorry, I apologise. Anybody who, who's at Kyoto, and then uh, NSI STM 54-5. They progressed to the quarterfinals where they where they met Exeter, and they beat them 75-0. And then they, they beat Waverly College of Sydney 41-21 the leading 34-0 at the break. Uh, but then they beat uh, St. Peter's. So, uh, well done, Paul Ruiz, I guess.
1: Yeah, um, we, we, we talked about this the other day, how something goes wrong between schoolboy rugby and professional rugby because South African schoolboy rugby seems leaps and bounds ahead of anyone else. Like, I don't know. Obviously, there are some... Maybe some schools can't afford to send teams or some schools just don't, you know, don't really have time for the World Cup or whatever. But it, from this, it does seem that Paul Reuss, at least, is kind of head and shoulders above above all the other teams. Because none of those results even sounded close.
0: Yeah. <laughs> no, that, uh, <laughs> they're living their lives. So, uh, well done, Paul Reuss.
1: Uh, yeah, that's yeah, well, but obviously it's it's good it's it's good to have a, you know, in the future, you know, when we we still cracking away at this pod in ten years' time, Adam, yes. and you know maybe we've cracked five hundred listens a week by then. That'd be nice. Um, yeah, um, you know, finally the Weaver sponsorships come through. Yeah, that's
0: when you know we've uh, that's you know. maybe. Yeah, we, Maybe we'll be
1: talking about some of these these guys from Paris and stuff. So it's, it's always good to know you have a you have a kind of a
0: conveyor belt of talent huh? Eh? No, hundred percent. The question is, what what do we do it? And we've uh, spoken about it uh, before. Right. Let's let's turn our attention to this week's games. I think hopefully Ben and I, between the two, two of us, have watched enough highlights in the action. Uh, the first game and a result that I, I found quite impressive. I managed to sneak a peek at work, uh, sort of fake, not fake, reading a document. It was Crusaders twenty-one, Sharks twenty-one. Trials by Hunt, Goodhue and Taylor. Conversions by conversions by Hunt. Seven penalties by Kewa Bosch. The Sharks, <laughs> and they, you won't hear me say this often, can count themselves a little bit unlucky not to have won that game. They went to Christchurch with a plan and almost worked. I think they made over sixty more tackles as well, more than the Crusaders.
1: Yeah, um, it was. It's it's good to see something like. I was actually thinking about this the other day I was like oh it's kind of shit to be crusaders because everyone's sort of trying to trying to beat you if you know what I mean like but everyone's coming with something a bit different like but I guess that's that's what makes it interesting um and they should actually do they should actually do this every week like the Sharks Uh, I guess as a Sharks fan you must be like well where the fuck was this for the last two weeks or or last the previous two weeks at least
0: they always play better, Um, better away from home as well
1: Everyone's saying that the Sharks should voluntarily give up their home games.
0: They should. Uh, they absolutely should. Um, and what annoyed me, though, is uh, Robert Dupriot Jr. came on in, like, the 60th minute. And maybe they were getting tired. But he made some bad calls, and bad decisions. And I uh, know Gavin Rich wrote, a, wrote a, a column, I think, a week or two weeks ago, don't you know, how there were, like, rumblings of nepotism at the Sharks. It was Robert Dupriot Jr. keeps being picked. Oh, rumbling.
1: Uh... I think it's probably it's probably me just rambling about nepotism constantly about the shots. No,
0: but but the thing me is, my tw- the, the two Dupri brothers are unquestionably be the best in their position. With Robert Dupri, I mean, they had Bosch and they brought him over from Western Province. Uh, I don't know; it, it just seems like things went a little bit awry once he came onto the field, like a couple of botched kicks, errors, that sort of thing. But anyway, I, I also, I mean, they, they 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 stood up against the Crusaders. And what also I found interesting is I read a piece, I think it might have been a New Zealand or a Kiwi writer, that it was the same thing. Sorry, Australian. And how that people have forgotten to take penalties about in terms of opportunity cost, people always kicking to... Yeah, the like, corner. Like a, mm.
1: Well, well uh, there was something that came out a few days ago, which basically said, if your, your chances of scoring off a rolling ball. I think, directly, or something like 15%.
0: I think you must have read the same okay. thing I did. But, that, yeah, that sounds about right. Uh,
1: and then, if that rolling mall is m- set more than... Like, I think it was, like, 10 metres out or something, it drops to, like, 5%. Yes. So, you you, you really... and then, But then, obviously, you know, like, if you sort of have phases uh, through the... low like, like, it can... Like, like, you don't necessarily need to score directly off the rolling more. But you know, to me, it doesn't really seem... It doesn't really seem worth the, worth the squeeze. You can just have someone kind of dinking it over. Um,
0: and that's how the and Storm this is, ties into something... No, yeah, that's how the Stormers then in touch with the, the Jags as well. Last yeah. night.
1: But the, the, this ties into something that Um Rugby was saying. Because, you know, in Varsity Cup now, you can score like a seven-point try. Okay, you know if you run it from really deep, which which is cool, you know for oh, I don't know, it's, it's cool in theory. Because for the sake of entertainment, it's, it's entertaining to see like uh, like Colsby's try this week. Like that was a cool try. Mm. But in t- terms of kind of keep kind of promoting useful skills, it isn't really that useful because fine it's good to have the ability to run from everywhere but you don't really lean on that that often but what he was saying is that actually you should reward reward more points for a penalty taken from more than 50 meters yes because that's actually a very that's actually a very useful skill in professional rugby in test rugby especially if you can have Oaks like who can kick it over from like 60 meters consistently that's a that's a weapon in test matches like remember Franz Stein.
0: yes I remember France day.
1: So that it is, it is kind of that that logic, and I guess with the World Cup coming around, we're gonna see, we're gonna probably see more and more of this teams just trying to kind of lock lock it out.
0: Yeah, and I mean that. But um, what do you call it? Yeah, defend and take the points when they're on offer. So uh, I just have to say, very good performance. Well, the the the, the, Bulls, the Bulls have been doing it all season basically. Yeah, I guess their first their first performance against the. Um, the Stormers was just a misnomer, as well. Just, it's interesting that the South Africans are getting gearing up now for the World Cup, and we're kicking for the kicking for threes, which come knock Yeah, off.
1: we're going well. we're going to be seeing. I reckon we're going to be seeing a lot of drop goals as we near the end of Super Rugby. was uh, yeah. like, Oh fuck! I better get my drop my drop in order for the World Cup.
0: Yeah, hundred uh, percent. What the what the Crusaders performance <laughs> also showed me is that after reaching Mwanga, there is nothing, in a sense. Like, like how important he's to hunt oh, for the Crusaders oh. as, a, as a well-functioning machine of death um, in rugby.
1: It is like, what in a way, like having two top fly halves at a franchise is is kind of wasted. Yes,
0: but it's almost like they've put yeah, all the skills cause... of all your fly halves into one guy, and then uh, Hunt and Cameron after. No, that's... no, but
1: if if you if you look at all the, I'm trying to think. Okay, because the Waratahs played that Mason guy who was next-level cuck.
0: Yeah, he was terrible.
1: Yeah. Fletcher Smith is shit.
0: Yeah, bang average.
1: Who um, else? I don't even know who the reserve Rebels fly-off is. Uh, the Reds have... Someone playing under team must be shit. I guess they would just put... Uh, what's his name? Ham- Hamish Stewart in there, you know? Then... Um, but, I mean, there isn't a lot. I would say probably, arguably, the Lions, I guess he's injured now, or the, maybe the, the Highlanders, because they, they had
0: lined up like three fly-offs. Yeah, well, Gatlin, Gatlin got over the season. season. Uh, Iwani's been good. I know he had a bit of a wobble at the start. He's been good. And then who's the Oh, Banks. He's got injured as yeah, well.
1: Banks, yeah. So they got three. Yeah, Lions had many. Libok? Manny Libok. No, no, no. That's the Bulls. Is it Libok?
0: No, plays for the Bulls, Bulls of Lubbock is all right. Um, it's... Um, um, oh my God, I've actually got to remember his name. He's good, <laughs> actually. He's really good. Uh, Let's see if I can find it quickly. Oh, whatever they have him. Fly half rugby. <laughs> da, da, da.
1: No. It's
0: gonna be one like this. Uh, no, uh, Gianni Lombard. He's also out for the season.
1: Yeah, Lombard. But he's, he's apparently injured. So there isn't a lot of fly half...
0: But most teams have a good fly off but
1: they just have the one. Yes. Oh, I guess I guess the sharks have Bosch, and well, you know they have the good they have a good fly off but they just don't start yes. him. <sighs> pretty much.
0: But uh, yeah, well, I guess. Uh, yeah. On that note, any, any further add about this about this game, Ben? Sorry, we're stuttering here, ladies and gentlemen. We do apologise. Very are we'll very, very,
1: very very disappointed in my boy Severi's. I'm gonna have a, I'm gonna have a firm talking to.
0: Him. Yeah, I thought uh, I thought when I saw he didn't score any tries, I thought game over. I'm gonna win the game week. Um, I'm afraid it, it, it didn't happen. But moving on to Reds versus Sunwolves, 32-26 tries by P P A. As Ben mentioned, Stephen it was a very nice cross, cross kick by Higadie. Yes, he had a good game as well. Uh, Tanihata Tupu he was barged over a try three conversions and two penalties by Higadie. Two tries by Hia and then uh, Haidar Parker with two conversions and four penalties. I think that this will be remembered as the, one of the most ill-disciplined games of Super Rugby in quite some time. Semi Sowera, he got a red card. <laughs> Harry Hawkins, he got a red card. Boyashku got a yellow card. <laughs> it was an absolute shit show.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, it, it was like, and a lot of the comments say like that's a that's a bad win for the Reds in a way. Like it is. They should have. Yeah, but it, it didn't seem as. Like someone, no, I guess they were bad because Hawking's just, what are you, like kick someone in the head or some shit?
0: Yeah, it was for stomping. Um, I'm just trying to see, yeah. let's see, it. let's see, what, I'm just looking at a video now of a stomp. Oh, no, yeah, that was cheeky. He kind of, someone was holding his boot. Or did you see it? Yeah. No, he, no, I
1: have, and he just sort of like taps lashes him. out
0: almost. Yeah, he just like taps yeah. him. And he gets, oh. it. No, that's a red card though, you can't do that.
1: No, it isn't. Like I saw, there was some debate on Twitter. So, Like, oh, it should be like just a penalty, or but that's the that's the thing. Like it is, a, but it it becomes like a mitigating thing. It's like, oh, you punched him, but you didn't punch him that hard. Like it shouldn't matter.
0: But, but I, I thought I actually saw uh, a second yellow card. I thought that was a bit harsh, though. Like it was a high. Ta- I mean, it was a high tackle at a, a yellow card. It seemed a little bit intense.
1: Yeah, but I, I wonder. I wonder if it wasn't. Because the rest of the game, it means that the ref was just kind of cutful.
0: Yeah, it's true. It's actually true. Uh, I just like, uh, about the, f- on the, oh, Christ, sorry, ladies and gentlemen, about the on-field action, Hickety was very good as well, but I think you hit the nail on the head, ben, when you said that the Reds would be utterly disappointed with the showing being two men up at one point, 14 versus 12. I think someone else got a yellow, as well. I can't remember <laughs> who, and the only just barely got over the line against a team that they're numerically superior against. Which, which doesn't no. bode well, in particular. I know... What a Brad Thorne here. Let's, let's see here. Um, let's see. On, uh, uh, meanwhile. Uh, Thorne was sympathetic of the officials, but critical of the side's game management. Fair enough. Um, let's, let's see. It's interesting. And then Tony Brown, the Sumbles coach, he said, there's a rugby World Cup spots coming up. they wanted to do well. He said, the pressure on officials. It's one of the first times I've seen Angus Guard under pressure or a game of and he didn't handle it well. Does he not remember Twickenham? Last year,
1: where yeah, he fucked up. But...
0: Yeah, and I like Gardner, but Yo, can
1: Angus Gardner just not handle pressure? Yeah, I don't know what's going on. Mm, I think you look... yeah, I, 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 thought to, I thought to be honest, like I don't, I think maybe he was a bit on the harsh side, but I don't think it was. He wasn't out of
0: hand. No, no, it wasn't, but. Oh, well, this is what happens with when... Do um, you know the, Reds do you play, know the amount of up the players... Game. And I'll trade away Simon Karevi so I don't really have any vested interest in watching them. I'm wondering if that was the oh, right decision. What? I just that, know you did that, damage and it was that contained in the lower bracket, bracket final. So, that I... I, I oh, no, we were that the wasn't the right decision. Language. Anyway, uh, anything that else, that to say? What? Reds versus Sunwolves?
1: Um, It wasn't the right decision Ed? for you to give up Karevi. Can you hear me? Hello? Hello? Hello. God, if I'm gone, this is terrible. Um, Speakers. Hello?
0: Hello? For some reason, you're muted. Oh, there you go. Uh, Oh my god. Sorry. uh, I I muted you by accident.
1: Oh, you muted me? Yes. I wonder if I was on the. On the thing, I was just saying, you're a stupid to trade away Karevi, you're a stupid to trade away Karevi, you're a stupid to trade away Karevi. But yeah. Thanks. Anyway, that's what I said.
0: <sighs> Thanks. But um, I had a plan. Okay. It might still come to fruition. Okay. Right. Hurricanes versus Rebels 29 19. The Hurricanes went 29 0 up. Actually, you no, know, that's a lie. 26 0 up after 20 minutes. Tries with Fita Barrett, and Lamappe. With three conversions by Burden Barrett and one penalty by Jordy Barrett, <laughs> then the Rebels came in the second half. Trials by Hodge, Meeks, and Philip. Two conversions by Cooper. One of his last conversion was a shocker, though. It would have gotten them the bonus points. Is that true, actually? No, it wouldn't have. It wouldn't have actually. Um, I found this game very frustrating to watch. I thought the Hurricanes were going to put sixty on the Rebels, and in the second you half, know, the Rebels know, it were way better like than the first half. Yes, and then and then the Rebels are a good side, though. Like they are. They had the Hurricanes camped in their 22. It was literally exit play, get close to the line, exit play, get close to the line for most of the second half, actually, for the Rebels.
1: Yeah, it, it, it's good to sort of see that um, possession has become significant again because it was a weird, like, rugby went through a weird phase, like, a year or so ago where, where teams were winning with, like, 28% possession and shit. Yeah. So, yeah, but. Very
0: weird. No, it's good
1: that... Yes. It's good that teams have realized you need the ball to score.
0: Yes. Um, and, and good on the Rebels. I, I, was, I felt good for Australia, I right, in a sense, that they weren't blown away. Uh, the Hurricanes' scrum seems... continues to be dodgy. And they keep grinding out results, though. Just, uh, and they only have the one other... foot, foot tight head and Jeff 2 among Adam. As well.
1: Who's there? Lala's L- L- a loose head. Hey. Uh, is, is Ben he? May injured? Is he? No, he's a loose head as well, Ben May.
0: I don't know. Um, I just know they're struggling for tight heads.
1: Yeah, I'm sure they'll, they'll just find someone on a building site and be playing all blacks within the year. S-
0: solid. Um, anything further you want to add about this game? What would you want to be on?
1: No no, um it's good to see the rebels show some pluck. Um they they seem like the kind of team that could just kinda of be like, oh fuck it, like whatever. Uh, um but they didn't. They 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 showed some fighting spirit. Also, did you see I think it was I think it was Lila La Lala, the prop. But he plays for the Chiefs. Did you see him no, getting confused? Not, 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 I, uh, fuck who? Not uh, fuck who's the other? Who's the rebels?
0: There, there's it's, uh, it's, the, like, it's like Armstrong or something. The, hurricane, the hurricane's number one. The Teterma Adams. Oh, what, whatever. Yes.
1: Yeah. Okay, but whatever. He just like he made a break, and then Genia was in front of him, and but he had a man to his to his left, and he just bounced the shit out of Genia for no reason yes like he bounced the shit out of him then he just stood up and made the pass and you're like why did you do that like why didn't you just make the pass first like why did you take the risk But like, yeah. anyway that was okay yeah. also I saw La Muppie standing next to Quade Cooper and I reckon Quade Cooper's about 4 inches taller than La Muppie.
0: yeah no, La Muppy's tiny dude well for a rugby player anyway he's just the size of a brick shithouse that's all
1: yeah he's, he's just literally square
0: yeah exactly he's pure meat yeah, you know, he's yeah. uh, just pyramid the pure means. Right, moving on. Probably probably the game of the weekend, actually. Highlanders 31, Chiefs 31, ruining everybody's super brew picks. It's been a disaster. And then she's fat Smith, yeah, two, and...
1: Two draws, like...
0: yeah, uh... oh, fuck, and then oh, Ioani. He also got a try. Four conversions from Ioani, a penalty. Uh then Angus Taibar, who, who had him on his bench? Andrew. Did Andrew have Taibar on his bench? I think. Yeah, he was just whining about it. Lol. Well, uh, Tyler Ardron, Luke Jacobson, he was excellent. There's been chatter about him joining the All Blacks, and Brad Weber, who all got tries. Marty McKenzie got three. I, I have to hand it to the Chiefs. I was watching this up to about seventy minutes. I thought, nah, they're not going to come back and win. And then I had to leave, so I didn't make the effort to stay longer to watch. And they came, and that's their their tie. The try up as heat, as well. After, oh no, it wasn't. It was the, it was the try before for Ardron. It was just offload offload city.
1: Oh, and, it was a great, it was nice little sequence.
0: Uh, ben Smith? Yeah, it
1: was Leonard
0: Brown made the, yes. the pass at the end. No, he's been excellent. He's been absolutely yeah. excellent this season. Uh, ben Smith, he picked up an injury. He's, he's, Leonard,
1: Brown, Leonard Brown is a class act. Hey, eh? jeez. Oh,
0: yeah, uh, jeez. One hell of a fantasy manager knew that and picked him up.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Pro- prophetic. Mm. But Adam, I, I, I hang on by a thread in fantasy. Like, I don't know what I'm doing <laughs> all the time. And then know. when it comes off, I just act all snug.
0: No, I don't know. My team looks... Um... Woeful in comparison. Your
1: team was looking pretty weak this week. I won't lie.
0: Yeah, it was. Uh, I just I just put too much emphasis into it, and you don't enjoy it. There's uh, something that the Kiwis will be emphasizing is Ben Smith's health. He picked up an injury, but apparently yeah, it's not that serious. You only apparently, apparently he's all
1: right. There are yeah. a few things in it. Joke yeah. Now, if Ben Smith goes down, they fucking they're desperate now.
0: Yeah. Then they're in cak.
1: Naholo's the is just. Yeah, you
0: know, if Ben Smith goes down, like
1: they
0: might as well not even go to the World Cup. Well this they could be shit. This could be good for me, but Ben if, if Naholo yeah, I need her to play next week. Next week is the week of weeks. So uh, this current game's week. So it's, it's rather important. But uh, Iwani he was excellent as well. Scored a try, distributed. You know who's all, who's also kept an eye on I know he's in my fantasy team as well? Aaron Smith. Since he's come back from injury, he's been fizzing, hey? Just it, it, uh, he, yeah, no,
1: he's, he's good yeah. he runs him and Perinara both run such good support lines as well like yeah. so often they just they just there. like when they they're in the right place when they need to be which is kind of you know fundamentals of rugby and life
0: yeah and his yeah half of life is showing up but his service is just so quick as well the speed at which he can hit people with passes um, yeah I've mm-hmm. just been very impressed since he's yeah. come back along with uh, Jackson Hammerpolle He's been great, uh, as well the last few weeks, just getting through a mountain of work, uh, and then also about speaker, the speaking of the Chiefs Jacobs and as well he was an absolutely mountain. And uh, Brad Weber, I don't know how they're thinking about um, Taita Tuarangi as their third choice scrumming. I mean, Surely Weber must take that jersey.
1: Uh, I think it's almost like a kind of like a bit of an internship kind of thing, because they see okay Weber's kind of he's the same generation as Perinora and Smith. So I think what they kind of what they saying is like okay we actually we need sort of the next who's going to be the scrummy in four years and it would be very useful if he's you know got whatever 60 odd caps by the World Cup next year. Yeah, I,
0: I guess. think
1: that's their logic.
0: Uh, I guess. Um, so yes, game, game of the week. I don't, I don't know if it does any any other teams their their chances. Just looking at the log right now for the Aussie Conference it's Rebels first. Brumbies will get onto them now. 24 each. Uh, Reds, a third. Waratahs, 21. Jesus, 20. To the South African Conference. Sunwolves, 12. New Zealand Conference, it is Crusaders, 41. Hurricanes, 36. Highlanders, 25. Blues, 21. Chiefs, 19. And then the South African Conference, it's Bulls, 28. Sharks, 28. Hmm. Jaguars, 27. And Storms, 24. Lions, 22. They didn't play this weekend. But speaking of the Brappies, um do, it do, was, do you know if... Uh, hmm? Sorry, did the Crusaders get the? Uh, uh, more than
1: head by more than three tries bonus point, or do you have yes. to win to get that?
0: No, they got that.
1: So they did, they did get that. Okay.
0: So the, it's, they got so three.
1: <laughs> so they only actually got one point less than yeah,
0: they pretty would much. have normally. Which is two weird. Two
1: points less. So. It's pretty weird. Yeah.
0: Cool. Um But yeah, Falafanengo versus the Blues, uh, along with James Slipper, um, three more tries from fananga Fananga, Fanga against the Blues uh, uh, Caleb Clark he picked up an intercept try and then TJ Fiani benefited off some good work by I'm not trying to remember who Nanai as well. it seems like the Blues have lost their shine I know people were hyping them up earlier this season including myself but it, it appears that they kind of they have, they've got guys like Tom Robinson who's excellent but it doesn't make sense they seem to have a soft centre that's being exposed
1: Ugh, I don't know like you think because the Brumbies they they sort of play almost opposite. You know they're very tight. They're quite dull, yeah. and it shows. Like you're know, rolling more. Like who wants to watch a rolling more? But you know what? It works for them. But yeah, I don't. You know the the blues. Like Alex always says that they don't have proper forwards. And you need you need all, for, you need strength and you need organisation if you're going to defend against um like a forward dominated team like the Brambies and they didn't have that so. You know, that's going to... That's obviously... They're going to end up in like... They're going to end up in the shit. Mm. It's,
0: uh, what you it's, are, um, it's a shame. Uh,
1: style it's the a, it's a, but do you know the Blues are? They're, they're, they're like a waste of a backline almost.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true. Because
1: their backline's so good. But it just doesn't... You know, I guess Rico was being rested as well. Like, he could have mm. made a difference.
0: But they are. They go back mm. to Eden Park, but then they face the hurricanes. Uh, which doesn't make things any easier I guess the Bradby side um, they are probably the most boring team to watch in Super Rugby
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah, maybe the Stormers are more boring <laughs> yeah it's true Stormers can be very boring as well well they're the most boring team to watch in Australia let me put it that way
1: you know, the Bulls the Bulls would be pretty boring if they didn't have the Mad Hatter or Neyman as well
0: yeah I don't mind watching the Bulls actually they're okay they got some Kiosnayman but yeah, um, yeah look, I, I don't have anything for to really add. Adam, I
1: feel, I feel obliged to tune you about supporting the Bulls, but I, I can't lift myself to that level.
0: Thanks. Thanks. I appreciate it, yeah. uh, particularly because they won 20 at 21. Uh, and a lot of people making a lot of comments about this. that less than 8,000 people were had a lot felt on Saturday. And guys keep posting on our group. That was very smooth.
1: Guys. I think that that might have been the, the Segway, Segway sponsored by Segway. Oh. That was a smooth one. Good yeah, job.
0: Thanks, thanks, thanks Guy. Uh, yeah, tries by Zempire, uh Matanzima, Dwan Vermulen, great one. Intercept, step try. Rory who apparently was carrying uh, a Two conversions and three penalties by Pollard. Tries then by Rona, Beal and Phipps. Three conversions by Foley. Um, I know the Bulls won. Quick one. I feel like Beal, he's suddenly come alive at fullback.
1: Yeah, but he does that. Like, he just does nothing. And then, Beal, honestly, like, I think he works better when the ball's just shit. Like, you, you know, if you throw if you throw the ball to Beal and, like, 12 guys are running at him, you know, like, yep, he's going to cut through and score. You know, if you give it to him in space, he's shit. Yeah. Like, he thrives on, he thrives on, like, cuck, basically. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so, Dwayne, Dwayne Vermeulen's try was, I loved it, because he caught that intercept, and then he was running. And then he was, like, Going for the and then he then he thought about it and then he just kind of slowed down. He's like, "Wait a second, I'm Dwayne fucking Frommulet." And then he just fucking mangled Rona in that handoff.
0: Yeah. And I was like, "Yo, that's fucking awesome. Good job, Dwayne." Yeah, that was every try of the week. Um, I probably actually can we give him the Adam Thompson call out of the week just for that coup step before the try and handing it off. Sure. You yeah, never thought he'd get there. <laughs> no, we were call
1: you out, Dwayne. Uh, d- rolling, rolling back the years. I call you out. Good job. It's not a hero's hero though, but it's no. it's
0: good. No, it's not. Uh, uh, the hero's hero, um, hero of the week. Sponsor, we don't need sponsored by no. as no. he's no, we,
1: we, we, we 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 don't need to have one of those. Like you don't. We don't always award it, uh, and yeah. I don't think no, anyone an did it. Yeah, anyone yeah. was that that heroic this week?
0: Yes. No, you you you've got to earn it, very much so. Um, and, I guess, and then it goes to the Bulls' side, sort of result. I don't know who they're playing next. Oh, the Crusaders. They travel to Loftus next week. Um, I don't know. The Bulls... You know, I guess they're still finding themselves to a degree. I would be worried, though, that Wernendal uh, a... He, well, hey, hurt me in fantasy. I'll, I'll stop bringing up fantasy. I guess that's why I take it too seriously. But they don't, they don't have their, their first choice sense of pairing. Against the Crusaders, unless Odendal comes back for this week, or even that missing Creel 13, he's slotted on defence, um, I'd be a little bit worried um, in that in that respect in, in midfield. I mean, the rest of there seems like
1: oh, really like, like like Sage. I thought, I thought Sage made a few bad decisions on defence.
0: Yeah, um, as well. Look, I know. And,
1: and also, Connor Hendricks. Oh, I don't, I don't know. I just think there's so many young wings out there that. That w- why like I don't understand really what what Cornell Hendricks is bringing. But anyway,
0: yeah, uh, like uh, in the past, I mean, yeah, he, he did like a good step pace. I don't know, doesn't really seem to have. No, no, in
1: the past, but 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 I I've talked about this on the pod that mm. I think wings should retire at twenty five.
0: Mm. <laughs> or twenty seven, for uh, the exception. Uh, what about fullbacks?
1: No, fullback. Well, it depends. You get two. T- you get kind of two types of fullbacks though, because you get sort of the, you get kind of the, the another the, the extra fly half fullback, and then yeah. you sort of get the extra wing fullback. Hmm. But yeah, so yeah, but then you look at a guy, I guess like Dagaard, that got like a hundred odd caps. So, but generally, I, I honestly think wings, wings peak at about 22, hmm. and by the time they're 25, we, you should be looking to put them out to pasture.
0: <laughs> Take them back all the they must,
1: I know. You know, rebrand themselves as locks or some shit. <laughs> um,
0: talking about rebranding, the Stormers didn't do any of that uh, in Argentina. They lost again. Um, oh, we could totally give the Blame Game Award, though. The uh, Game Blame sponsored by Game. Uh, to JJ Elbrecht. Hmm? What?
1: I'll as well say that lineup. Like, who the fuck throws... I don't know. That was a cock line I threw at the end. Anyway... <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, uh yeah, but Judge Egelbrecht the Yagi Otters they're pushing for a try, pass heads to wing, Eelbrecht sticks up his hand, stops the try, gets the carded, and a penalty try. <laughs> That's just Christ.
1: Um worst case scenario, yeah.
0: yeah. But it was
1: so it was like it was like fucking touch rugby, like he knew exactly what he was doing. Like like, like what, what what was he hoping from that situation?
0: I don't know. And I don't know what the Stormers were hoping, when signing him in the first place. I still don't. No, I don't
1: know. Like Stormers have To me, they have they have issues at thirteen. That's their biggest problem.
0: No, hundred percent. And
1: or and the and the coaching box.
0: Oh god! So I just I just had to see the line out again. God, that was terrible.
1: God it was just such a like. Why are you throwing that ball like under that much pressure?
0: Yeah, it's no, uh, I, I, no, I, uh, I don't understand it. Um, and the Stormers, they continue the run of mediocrity. Uh, I mean, I feel sorry for guys like like guys like Lades, um, to a certain degree. Uh, it's a bit real stand up oaks, but there's, they're surrounded by so much mediocrity in, in certain positions, key ones in particular, like your thirteen, for instance. Um, and unfortunately, you know, Scara, it seems he's kind of fallen off the wagon a little bit as well. Uh, it, it would seem. It's just not the sort of depth that the franchise can, can carry on with. And given all the financial problems uh, that we've heard about... And then, and then also,
1: I think I think Oaks like, or, or Hirstus, who they thought were really mm. going to step up, haven't uh, really... Damon Willemsa, he feels a bit lost to me. I, I don't know.
0: Yeah. Uh, just imagine Vilimsa at the Lions.
1: Yeah.
0: Um...
1: Uh... Yeah, I think Willemsa would, would do well at the Lions, but...
0: Yeah, the heat.
1: You know, I would, it would be nice if, 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 sort of, SA Rugby, Rusty, or whatever, had more say over stuff like that. Because I do, I do think that would make all four teams better. I think if so. If you know what I mean, do
0: like, Yeah.
1: You, know, you could sort of, you could spread talent around a lot more evenly, and hmm. stop teams sort of having, like, Two quality fly-offs or two quality fullbacks instead. You say, okay, that's. I guess with injuries or I
0: don't know. Ooh, excuse me. Anyway, um, yeah, look, that's going to wrap it up for this week's games. So that's uh, very lively and enlight- a <laughs> and enlightening commentary. Uh, what else is there to do? We don't have a poll. Um, we could we, we can look at next week's games. want to, to get through that? now? Okay, oh, could Do good. Do stiff brew.
1: Yeah. My wife's going to be so impressed. I'm going
0: to be home for dinner. Yeah, I know. Um, I think mine's out drinking wine at the moment, so I'll, I'll have to cap the cat for company. For now, so first game of the week: Blues versus Hurricanes. Uh, I didn't even report back on our performance. Whoops! Don't go there. On the previous week, no. Sorry, I pushed the wrong button. You son of a gun! I think we got. Uh, it's coming up now. One, two, three. We got four. Right. Which is pretty standard. What I say? that's not bad. No, nah, but our, win, our overall win success is 51% versus the average of 55. That's no good. So,
1: God, and we, yeah, but we, we never profess expertise.
0: No. Ear uh, Park, Auckland, Blues, Hurricanes. Uh, I'll, I'll take the Canes on this one, probably.
1: Yeah, the Blues aren't.
0: Probably high scoring. Like,
1: filling me with confidence. But, you know, like, the the Canes forwards aren't great, and that's sort of the Blues' weakness. So, I, I think it will be quite high scoring, but I, I think the margin will be relatively
0: close. Yeah, uh, yeah, the top five of the Canes is definitely, I think, the weakest. I was actually, I was trying to
1: think, have, have the Canes lost this season with Barrett playing? With Bowdoin Barrett playing?
0: I don't... I think... No, they lost to the Crusaders, and then who else did they lose to? Well, was...
1: But I remember whenever, like... Yeah, but I know one of the games they lost, they definitely had Fletcher Smith playing.
0: Yeah. No, uh, that was the Crusaders game that they threw away early in the season.
1: Yeah, and then... I'm pretty sure they've lost another one with Fletcher Smith as well. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, um, yeah, I think the... Sorry, James is having a bit of an episode.
0: Mm.
1: Um, Yeah, I would say... uh, Crusaders... uh,
0: Canes by ten? Yeah. No, that seems about right. I had Canes by five, so okay. let's do canes by 8 That's kind of split the difference. <laughs> uh, rebels versus Reds. This is actually quite a tricky one. The Re- mm, I guess not the Rebels? Uh,
1: yeah, I would say the Rebels are based on their sort of their second half.
0: Yeah. Ooh.
1: And they and they and they're at home.
0: Then it's Friday Night Madness. Bills vs Crusaders at Loftus. And the, the Crusaders are probably... On Friday bringing.
1: night? Mm. Oh, what a pleasure. Yeah, the Cru- um,
0: Crusaders are probably bring their full strength team.
1: I assume. What? What's the tour, actually? Are they... Stormers? is Are the they playing list. two in South Africa? Yeah. Or are they going to Argentina?
0: Two. Two in SO.
1: That's cool. Um... <clears throat> Yeah, I would say Saders Like, the Bulls are weak at center.
0: Mm-hmm. Actually, I don't... Do you think the Saders will bring their full strength team? Yeah, mostly. White Lock's not coming. But I, I suspect, mm-hmm. like, with Will Jordan also getting injured, I suspect David Havidi, he'll be back. Richie Mwanga, he'll be back. Yo, uh, Mawanga, but not
1: they, they probably won't bring Reed.
0: No, Reed's coming.
1: Is Reed going to come? Yeah, I think so. That's weird. Because that's like, touring is like, you know, it's, it it's hurts the it hurts the body, and you know, reads an old old man.
0: It's <laughs> like, uh, like I'm, trying um,
1: <laughs> I'm trying to I'm find it.
0: Have uh, they
1: released the Turing Squad? Uh,
0: let's see if I beat you to it. Crusaders, to... Oops, not tires. I said cru... Turing Squad. Okay, let's see. What, let's see if kick it up here. Oh, here we are. Um, right. Uh, I, I, sorry, quick aside. You saw what uh, Robert Dupre called his critics earlier this week. He called them cockroaches. Oh, he must, like...
1: I don't know. I I think Robert... I'm one of his critics. How dare you call me a cockroach, Robert <laughs> Dupre?
0: Uh He has a... Crusade, um, he has a... Crusade no, like, like, squad. like,
1: to be honest, like, you have to... You have to take criticism. Like, he's not fucking blameless. Like, no. you know, fuck you...
0: Oh, idiot. So here's the Crusaders' story story. It's uh, Mark Allittor, Harrison Allitt, Scott Barrett, Tim Bateman, Ethan Blackadder, George Boer, George Tom, Bridge. Me, Tom, me if
1: Reed's going. You love reading a list on the pod.
0: Crotty, eh? say Douglas, Drummond, Enor, Goodhill, Hall, Haviri, Hunt, Reed, He's here. it? Macaleo, he's back. Moody, Moanga, Putavi. i will not sure who he is. Taylor. Oh, it looks like a pretty full-strength team here. Is Rees
1: going? I didn't hear Severese. I'm panicking now. No, he did. He is going.
0: Thank God. Thank God. He's going to make mince meat of the bull's, bull's wings. Um, so oh no! But I
1: was thinking this is probably the first time Severus has toured. Unless yeah. he toured with like a like a representative side, so maybe he, you know, will be interesting for him. Like, right? you'll yeah. be super here yeah. for yeah, oh, loads of tries.
0: God, I hope not. Um, yeah, you don't need to. You're sitting pretty in the standings at the moment, Ben. Uh, by my by my
1: how, do, how does it even work? Where do I have to be? Top four. So I'm pretty... As long as I don't,
0: like, come last, I'll probably be top four. Yeah, and I'm dropping out of the top four now because of... Phil, he's going to beat Matt. So I'm going to be a 19. Phil will be a 20. uh addicts... Yo, yeah, what the fuck is going on with Matt this
1: week? Uh, he's too busy singing karaoke in Korea. He must wake up and sort out of his team.
0: Yeah, no, he's... Um... Yeah, it's not looking great for him. It looks like he's going to have to down. I'm
1: calling you out, Matt. This is the call-out. I'm yeah. calling you out. Sort out your fantasy
0: Yeah, bro, team. you're sitting pretty on second. On 24. We'll soon to be 21. No, oh,
1: no, I'm second, but I, but if I don't win this week, I'll drop.
0: Uh-huh. You're going to win this week, though. Oh, you mean... I reckon you are probably locked in for a top-four spot. That's why I was so desperate I to care. win this week. So, yeah.
1: I'll try my hardest to win anyway.
0: All right. Well. Okay, um, cool. Let's see. Where were we? Oh, I said Crusaders by fifteen. Yeah, I'll
1: take Crusaders by
0: fifteen. uh Hardeners, Jags.
1: I'll be I'll be here see if the Bulls are Highlanders. Yeah. Jags.
0: Highlanders. Highlanders are heat. I know they're jury of the weekend, but that they should be too much. Oh, well, the Jags. The,
1: the, Jag, the Jags are the Jags are touring now. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say Highlanders. Uh, ben Smith out. Maybe Josh O'Nea will go
0: play fullback. Uh, no, well then who will play ten? There's no one. They'll probably bring in yeah, what's his okay. face. The other reserve guy, McKay, Josh McKay. Oh, he's fucking bang Average. Or,
1: or... Oh, oh, the the world's the world's fastest white man.
0: Yeah, apparently. Um, Chiefs. Yeah. Chiefs versus Sharks. This is going to be interesting. The Chiefs are a little bit... uh, They might have lost Bush here. They're scrum's struggling At lock, they're weak.
1: Sorry, I can't bring myself to back the Sharks playing in New Zealand.
0: No. I was going to pick the Sharks, actually. Do we want to just go Chiefs by one? I don't want to really back them either.
1: Adam, Adam. Draw. Draw. It's good. happening. There's a draw. It's a draw.
0: Done. I've put a draw. I've rigged that. You said that.
1: Sharks, Sharks are good a draw two in a row.
0: <laughs> Lions versus Waratahs. Lions
1: yeah, versus... Uh, uh, The Waratahs are pretty good against the Bulls.
0: <laughs> okay. I'd rather back the Lions at home.
1: Yeah, I'd, I'd rather back the Lions as well, because yeah, awesome. I support the Lions. Yeah, no, I think the lines will be fresh if they buy, and I think the Tars will be fading a bit.
0: Mm. And then uh, Brumbies Sunwolves.
1: Um, yeah, Brumbies. Yeah, Brumby, the pack, which is the it's if have fucking lost the plot.
0: Yeah, if has got get to score like 10, ten tries from walls, they has going to roll more. Even if they're like, going to kick to halfway and then mortar it up, that's what's going to happen. Yeah, just deep more, deep more. Yeah. All right. Um. Yeah, I think. I think that's gonna do it, Ben. Um, I, I really have nothing to I apologise I apologize
1: to the fans. They yeah, get um, like an hour and ten minutes. Yeah,
0: of... so, sorry it's so what? short, and I do apologise that Ben and I weren't feeling as excitable as, as normal. Uh, if you are if you are still listening, you can catch us on SoundCloud, Acast, iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify. And uh, yeah, please just. Oh, I was, I was, I was... can we get can we get onto Apple
1: Music? Uh, we are, there, aren't we? Is it iTunes? No, my cousin, my cousin tried to look us up on Apple Music, and she's like, "No." I was like, oh, "I don't know the difference." I uh, kind of revealed my age a bit.
0: Yeah, neither no, I. Didn't use Apple, so I have no idea either. Yeah. Well, okay. we're there. You, you, you can find us, uh, please, and, and please tweet yeah, we, us. Yeah, you we, can
1: find us some.
0: Yeah, and please, please give us a tweet as well. And again, uh, we are expecting a sober Matt and a rejuvenated Alex to be back next week. Uh, Alex messaged this now, he's just landed. So, he'll probably listen to this pod and be most upset with us. But that's okay. Um, Alex, look forward
1: to your yeah no, he Obviously, he yeah, yeah, hasn't listened to last week's pod where, where I came down heavily on his dog. So,
0: um, <laughs> yeah, I was waiting so for something. He's then. got
1: two pods to catch up. <laughs> I
0: was waiting for him to say something he never did. I was a bit disappointed, actually. Anyway, that, oh no, I just baited them. Hmm. You didn't take the bait. That's that's going to wrap it up for this very short and pretty the shortest episode we've done in months uh, of uh, Eddie Drubby Banter. We'll be back to full strength next week. If you haven't been listening, thank you very much. We will catch you next week.